Merry Christmas, Wokina. Enjoy this special Christmas episode about one of my visits to town on a cold and snowy night in 1925. I hope you have all been good this year. Be sure to keep listening to Mokina's front porch, or you might be getting cold in your stocking this year. Matt and Israel thank you all for listening and wish you a very Merry Christmas. Now on to our story. Merry Christmas. Hey Matt, how are you? Hey Israel, doing good, thanks. How are you tonight? Good, I'm glad to be back here, and we are full in the midst of the Christmas season. Absolutely. And so we have one of your uh, stories from last year that you posted yeah, uh, yeah. from Friday, December 17th, 2021. Wow. Labeled the Yule of Yore, Christmas 1925 in Mokina. Um, yeah. Great little story that we're going to talk about and get into. Um, before that, uh, tell us a little bit, what do you what do you enjoy for uh, about Christmas in Mokina? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I definitely like the Christmas parade that the chamber puts on uh, and they've been doing that for quite a long time now and uh, I've been to quite a few of them I've been in quite a few of them years past uh, just going with the library and uh, I feel like every year I did it was horrible weather somehow either it was raining or it was just really really cold uh, but nevertheless uh, I've always really enjoyed it and seeing the big turnout and uh, seeing the usual faces from town, uh, and yeah, it's just always been really great. I've always yeah, really it's enjoyed a, it. It's a great part, and uh, maybe you missed it, but this year we had decent weather. It was cold, it was. but it was decent. Yeah, this was one of the years I had to miss, unfortunately, but I did notice that, that it actually was decent weather for once. Yeah, it was very nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then this past weekend, uh, the chamber also did the Trees on Front Street, which that is they a, did nice, a nice addition in the last couple of years. Brings yeah, some more yeah. Christmas spirit. And, Absolutely. And too, yeah. uh, the, the Village has done a better job in the last number of years with lighting up uh, our downtown front street oh too. absolutely it so looks that's great a lot now. of fun yeah it looks fantastic now what else any special christmas memories that that you can think of growing mm-hmm. up spending your life here yeah definitely uh as we mentioned uh, when we were talking beforehand, uh, Candy Cane Lane is a big one. And anybody that doesn't know, Candy Cane Lane is first court off of Schoolhouse Road, um, east of Schoolhouse Road. Mm-hmm. That is correct, yeah. And uh, I feel like it's still really cool, but in years past, it was even more grandiose, if you can even imagine that. I feel like when I was in high school, so that would have been like early 2000s, and even a little before that, I feel like, right when they, the first few years of all the neighbors kind of coordinating it, it was really just out of this world, and it was a really cool tradition to go there and like park on on uh, on the street and just get out and walk and check out each individual house. It was really cool. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. we usually drive by my son all the time when, uh-huh. when we know Candy Lane Candy Cane Lane goes yeah. up, asked to do a drive-by of Candy Cane Good. Lane. Good. Yeah, that's important. That's all part of it. I saw that the um, St. John's Church was out uh, doing mm-hmm. some caroling they I were. Think, this past weekend, and, and they posted a picture of stopping by Mr. Crop's house. Yeah, they did indeed. Uh, I, I was with them. Was, yeah. You were. I was oh. with them. Yeah, they invited me to come with. So, yeah, we did go to Dave's house, Dave Crop's house. Got to see him. Uh, also, uh, it was kind of like a who's who of Mokina. We stopped also at Art Benson's house, who I can't remember. I, I'm not sure if he's ever come up on any of the podcasts, but he is a 95-year-old gentleman who has lived here in Mokina his whole life. 
Uh, so mm-hmm. he's a uh, he's a pretty interesting guy. So it was good seeing him too. Wow, that's yeah. uh, I won't take it personal that I didn't make the who's who of uh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> caroling. Yeah, no, it's but, all right. You know, it's not something you see very often, but it's cool. That uh, I thought it was cool to see. It's one of those kind of brings back the days of past. Yeah, yeah. People going around singing. Yeah, it's um, great. So before we get into your story, um, it takes place at the Cooper Hostert Ford Agency. That was on Front Street. Is that right? That is correct. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So Cooper and Hostert, um, as they were known around town just by the owners' names, uh, was a very uh, long-lasting Mokina business. It was established in 1916 out of a little building uh, that was originally on First Street, but in the 1920s, they expanded into the old Mokina Hall space, which was an old building that fronted right on Front Street, uh, it having stood where Avalanche Jewelry is nowadays. And they were in business there all the way up until the 1970s, uh, so pretty long time in the uh, grand scheme of things. And the building stood until 1993 when it uh, burnt down, unfortunately, in a uh, pretty catastrophic fire that happened. But uh, any, uh, say, Cooper and Hostard and any uh, longtime Mokina resident will be will be familiar with them as they were there for a pretty long time. And who were the owners? The owners were uh, Elmer Cooper and Barney Hostard who were actually brothers-in-law, uh, they uh, they kind of had an interesting story. Uh, the Coopers, of course, we have well, over there's a lot of Coopers in, in Mokina from that family, but uh, they also, originally the Coopers were an Orland family. Uh, and this Cooper, Elmer Cooper, grew up on a farm in the far southern section of Orland Township, basically right outside Mokina. And uh, at one point, uh, while he was farming, he hired his future business partner, Barney Hostert, to be uh, one of his farmhands. And uh, that's how that connection happened. And uh, in 1916, they, uh, yeah, they went into business together with their Ford agency. And uh, years later, they, I believe they got some sort of... uh, recognition or award or decoration or something from the Ford company themselves for uh, having been such an early established uh, agency, if you will, or or one of the Ford dealerships. Uh, And uh, so they were recognized for that and for their longevity of having been in business for so many years. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. All the way up to 1970. Yeah. Yeah, it was the early 70s. Um, oh, the exact year is escaping me right now. Maybe around 72, 73. If anybody's listening, don't take that as as gospel. It was around in the early 70s at some point. Uh, fun fact, if uh, any of our listeners are, uh, are Mokina people, they'll know Dave Bergman, who uh, was the proprietor of uh, Dave's Auto on Front Street for so many years. Uh, he got his start working for Cooper and Hostard. Oh, that's uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Dave's Auto is now Tribe's Brewery. Absolutely. Yes, it is indeed. So our story uh, starts in 1925. Yes. And the business has been around for just six, about six years at that point. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty new business still at that point. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, um, let's hear this Christmas story. 
Christmas is easily the biggest holiday on Mokina's calendar, it being a grand finale to the year and all of its events. Each Yuletide has a special memory attached to it, recalled fondly through the passage of time. The holiday season of 1925 was quite a unique one in the chronicles of our village's history, for in that year, a special kind of joy reigned supreme on Front Street. A well-known, out-of-town dignitary graced Mokina with his presence, for Santa Claus made a quick stopover in town. So it came to pass that in December, a letter was taken in hand by the Mokina Volunteer Fire Department. Its lines bore big news, announcing the upcoming visitor from the North Pole. The village's newspaper, the News Bulletin, caught wind of the communication and under a headline in its December 18, 1925 issue, gleefully proclaimed, Oh, you kids of Mokina, read this. An article explained that the fireman had received a note from Santa and that he'd be squeezing some time into his busy schedule to make a quick stop in Mokina on Monday evening, December 21st, at the Cooper and Hostert Ford Agency on Front Street. The landmark business was the perfect place for Santa's reception, as many Mokinians saw the garage as something akin to an informal village hall. That evening, at 7 o'clock, the news bulletin noted that an ever-growing crowd assembled there in preparation for Santa's arrival, for which the interior of the auto showroom was festooned with a Christmas tree strewn with colorful lights. Excitement was building, and in the crowd, youngsters began to get anxious, waiting for him. At a peak moment, Nick Hyman, a resident of the then-rural schoolhouse road, showed up at the garage with urgent news. Santa had just rung him on the phone, letting him know that his sleigh had become weighed down with gifts to such a degree that he was marooned about three miles outside town. Father Christmas urged Hyman to keep everyone calm, for Harold Cooper, the son of one of the garage's owners, was on his way to bail him out. Before long, Santa Claus materialized on wintry Front Street, and what an appearance he made. Amidst his sleigh bells and ringing to the delight of Mokina's youth, Santa made his grand entrance to Cooper and Hostards, where villagers young and old beheld a jolly-faced, bewhiskered, red-clad figure who bellowed, Merry Christmas! The man of the hour paid individual attention to the swarm of little Mokinians who welcomed him, shaking every hand and asking each devotee what kind of gift they like on the big day. He wasn't alone, for helpers described as assistants lugged in huge bags filled to the brim with goodies, such as candy, fruit, and nuts, which were then promptly handed out. Father Christmas didn't forget Mokina's parents, who also turned out to see him, each one being given a plump, juicy orange. Before long, Santa bid his admirers farewell and swiftly disappeared from Front Street as quickly as he had arrived. Bill Semler, editor of the News Bulletin and a Mokina resident of some standing, was especially happy with the Jolly One's appearance in town and made it clear on the front page of his paper. Semler hailed the efforts of those who arranged the visit, stating that the men who were responsible for this party and getting Santa here are to be highly commended for their unselfish and community-uplifting spirit, also lauding the soul of the season, writing, For the time being, all creeds and religious beliefs were forgotten, as members of various faiths enjoyed themselves as one big family, truly exemplifying the Christmas spirit. The historical record isn't exactly clear on whether it was the real Santa who paid Mokina a visit in 1925. 
For all we know, a townsman who fit the description might have donned his suit that evening. This historian, however, likes to think that it was jolly old Saint Nick himself. You know, the end of the story I thought was really interesting. <laughs> it said, you said, uh, one big family truly exemplifying the Christmas spirit. And I think that's one thing that really comes out strong in small towns. Yeah, yeah. Is that sense of family, sense of oh, community. Um, and I know it's probably why these people loved Mokina and why they oh, definitely. They spent um, they chose to live here. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Especially back then. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it at all. And can you imagine the sight of Santa Claus coming down front snowy yeah. front street? Yeah. Those I, kids I must have it. just erupted. I know. I can <laughs> easily imagine it. I know I would have. Yeah. Even now. So. We just want to wish all of you a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Mokina. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we enjoy doing this, and absolutely uh, look forward to sharing more more stories with you and more of the history of our town. So Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. On Wednesday, December 14th, 2022, the Mokina Intermediate School hosted their winter music concert featuring fourth and fifth grade beginning band, orchestra, and cadet band. Being a proud band parent, I'm happy to share with you Up on the Housetop by fourth and fifth grade beginning band. Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm.